0: Then I'll be in your ears every week, dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. My voice may sound a little bit different because it's coming back. I lost it, lost it uh, over this past weekend and uh, apparently had a little too much fun while having a little boys' bachelor party trip to Vegas. So, apologies for the raspy voice. Uh, But, you know, I I was thinking back on my journey. I was talking to a buddy over Instagram. uh, Something that I feel like has been coming up uh, a fair amount with different conversations I've been having is that whole thought around taking the leap taking the big scary leap i was watching uh instagram the other day and uh they have like the kings and queens of gorbits whatever it's called up in uh jackson hole and it's just this huge drop off um something like that right i think that's the name of it anyways this huge kind of like cliff that uh the guys just men and women go flying off of on their skis and snowboards and do the craziest coolest shit and uh sometimes making the the leap uh into a new endeavor or making a huge change in your life can feel that way like oh shit (laughs) now what's the difference between you know uh someone who's not very proficient in skiing or snowboarding and those guys that are making that leap is that they're really good they've practiced they're prepared right so i wouldn't uh i wouldn't recommend uh going flying off of a cliff you know a 40 a foot drop off if you don't know exactly how you're going to land it uh and yet i will also say that sometimes you can't always plan it all out so it depends on what type of person you are um so if we're talking about Starting your own business, or leaving a job, or asking uh, someone out, you know, deciding to have a kid, um, deciding to make a huge change in your physical health, whatever, like, whatever it is that, that scares you, but you know it's a decision that's going to lead to, you know, obviously, potentially, like, so much more, so much more of of life, but it's also going to require so much more of you, Right? For me personally, and I'll tie this back into what I think you should do if you're planning the same thing. I, I know people who have spent a lifetime planning, planning their uh, <laughs> like execution plan. But you've heard me say before, possibly, that complexity is the enemy of execution. So there's a fine line because when I've talked to people, they're like, "Well what did you do when you, when you quit your corporate job and you started your business?" did you come up did you know did you did you come up with a business plan and did you have six months worth of you know savings in the bank and I'm like nope, nope, nope and yet what I did have on my side was time. I was young I was thirty years old right uh in the face of of a uh you know a very very recent divorce um what was it I think i I quit my corporate job in April, May, June, July. Three months later, July is when, I, you know, when we officially got divorced. That was probably one of the hardest things uh, that I've ever experienced in my life. So that, that kind of helped, to be totally honest, because in the face of you know getting your heart broken, taking uh, financial or business risk didn't seem as scary. Whereas in, I'd say, six months prior to that, when I was even contemplating the idea of leaving my corporate job, that was super scary, right? So it all has to do with timing. It all has to do with your personality. Um, But I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have a a business plan. I didn't have any type of plan. But what I did know uh, and what I did have was leverage. I knew that I didn't want to continue being the old version of me that had brought me to that moment where like life was crumbling around me. And so I I made a conscious decision to level up, a conscious decision to raise my standards and a conscious decision to focus on adding more value, right? Because Tony Robbins will say, your income is directly proportionate to the amount of value that you add to an increasing number of people, right? If you want to make more money, just keep adding value to more and more people. So I had that stuck in my head. I'm like, okay, I got to do that. And uh, for three months, I worked on a website, um, lose100poundsforgood.com. <laughs> Talk about keyword research. And uh, I was working on that. And one of the things I, I've i talked about in the past, but I cannot speak highly enough, is that I had a coach I had a coach for 3 months, a Tony Robbins coach. And going through one of the scariest um you know seasons of my life. Not only quitting your job and and having very very little confidence in, you know, how you're going to actually add value, I was also at my lowest of lows when it comes to just self-esteem, you know, having uh the one that I thought I was going to live the rest of my life with decide to, to seek greener pastures. And I kind of didn't blame her. So I was doing a good job of also shitting on myself. Um, and I had very, very low, like I said, very, very low self-esteem, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, man. I was not, not a lot of fun to be around at those times. <clears throat> and yet, even given that, I still created a gym and then ultimately different locations of that gym that became relatively successful. I mean, enough to like put put uh, food on the table. But the funny thing is, I think I had my best months back to back. I think I did near almost 14,000 and then the very next month, almost 15,000 in revenue uh, for those two months. And at that point, I was burned out. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. See ya. My buddy, Lewis Howes, had had said, you need to, like, you need to get out of your business. Like, work more on the business and less in the business. And you shouldn't be training, you know, all your classes. You should hire some trainers. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was the beginning of me actually moving my way out uh, and then ultimately moving to Colorado. And then a year later, selling off my my gyms um, five years after I, I started them. But man, I would say again, <clears throat> excuse me. Having a coach was so—I mean, all of it was leverage, right? I didn't want to be the man I—I I had become, right? So you have to look at if you're making that leap, whether well, again you're going to ask that that uh, guy or girl out, right? right. Uh, if you're going to make that leap and decide to have kids, like, well, with kids, it's kind of like <laughs> once you decide to be to get pregnant. You're committed, right? Um, but like with leaving your job, let's say, and starting your business, the, the allure of going back to security and consistency of income and uh, health insurance and not having to uh, lose uh, sleep because you're so stressed, that that is uh, a major lure for sure. But you have to make going backwards more painful than it is to move forward. So that's why most people, when they're thinking about making a move, let's just say starting a business, they will uh, they'll prepare for a long, long time without actually moving forward because they're ultimately really scared, right? Or leaving a relationship that you're really, really unhappy with. They'll be, you know, again, more scared of being alone than they will of being unhappy in the relationship. You know what I mean? So you have to make remaining where you are more painful than the future, right? I've been in relationships <laughs> uh, where my significant other has has made staying with me more painful than leaving. And that is what made, you know, that helped kind of convince her to move on. And so I, I, I can see it in retrospect how it's just human behavior. Well, again, whether we're talking about love, business, uh, getting back in the gym, losing weight, whatever the case might be, but it gets scary. So there's, so that's what I'm saying. Like you can come up with that business plan. I'm not saying I'm not poo-pooing business plans. If you want to do that and that gives you a sense of security, uh, or certainty, cool. But I guarantee you nothing's going to go to plan. So for me personally, and this is, this just works for my type of personality. I'm not a, I'm not a huge research guy. And for better or for worse, That comes back to bite me sometimes, and other times it's a blessing because I just decide on something and I go. Where a lot of my other buddies, they'll hum and haw, they're like, oh yeah, I need six more months. And then that six months comes and then goes, and I need six more months. And you know what, probably this time next year, but dude, your life is passing you by while you're preparing. And really at the end of the day, it's just fear, right? But I'll tell you right now from experience, it's always scarier uh, <laughs> when you project it into the future than it actually is in the moment. And we do not give ourselves enough credit for being as resourceful as we truly are as human beings, you know. I mean, the shit, it really hits the fan. You figure out a way. That's just how you do it, right? And let's say, let's, you know, worst case scenario, maybe you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur, um, as long as you're learning, you can always go back to a day job. You can always like, I'm not judging one as being better than the other. I, I certainly, I was even thinking about it today. I'm like, man, life would be so much simpler in some regards if I, <laughs> if I just had a normal nine to five job, you know, and yet I don't know if I would be, uh, I certainly don't think I would be any happier. I'd probably be less fulfilled and that's not a trade that I'm willing to make. So Craig Ballantyne, who's, uh, who's one of the co-authors of this program that I bought back in 2010, which is what it was the build your six figure bootcamp. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. Build a six figure bootcamp in 90 days. I bought that info product. Thanks to my buddy, Lewis house who sent it to me, Um, the link to it for $97 and Craig Ballantyne and Steve Hawkman had authored this program and it really, really helped. And so I follow this guy, Uh, Craig Ballanty, I I think he's, he's all over the place, but I think he might live in Denver. Anyways, he has a saying that I see in one of his ads that says, if you want to do great things, you must do fewer things. Give yourself permission to say no. And so as an entrepreneur, let's say if you're looking to make that leap entrepreneurially, um, yeah, really look at where your areas of genius are look at what you're really really good at which is also why i highly recommend doing a bunch of personality profile assessments to see where they overlap to see what your gifts are and what your weaknesses are you know um and then just double down on the things that you're really good at and do fewer things have healthy boundaries um have you know create leverage somehow and for me a lot of times signing up with a coach paying money to have someone hold me accountable is, is certainly worth it for me personally. Um, there's a lot of different strategies, but, you know, sitting around and with pen and paper and coming up with ideas of, you know, and then plans of like, oh, I'm going to do it by then and then I'm going to do this. and Now, I get it. Like, if, especially if you've got a family, a significant other, wife, kids, a house, mortgage, like a lot of those things, I did take time to unravel some of those things. I moved out of my town home at the time in 2010. Uh, I went, I got into a really less expensive apartment. Um, and I didn't save up a ton of money. <laughs> if anything, I actually invested it into coaching. Cause I felt like that was a better investment than just having it as a safety net. Um, and I went into credit card debt, <laughs> nearly $40,000. Um, just living off of that for a year and a half. I wouldn't recommend that either, by the way. Um, but at the time, kind of like, you know, shortly after 2008, everyone was going bankrupt. And so I was like, oh, what's the big deal? I'll just go bankrupt with everyone else. Uh, but it took four years to dig my way out of $40,000 um, thanks to the you know the proceeds of, you know, the, the profit of my gyms. So, wasn't easy, by any means. Um, but I also wasn't fully married to um, the outcome. I just kind of knew that I, I could no longer be the old version of me. And I was really committed to showing up as, as a new version of me. And, and my coach, my Tony Robbins coach, was really helping me do that by, being, by getting very clear about who I was committed to being. And that hasn't changed. <clears throat> that, If anything, has gotten more and more clear, right? And so... Um, you know, the people I surround myself with, uh, the, the people I am inspired by and I look up to, uh, that the people that I, I want to, you know, <laughs> be in relationship with, whether it be platonic or romantic, that pool's gotten a lot, lot smaller as I got to be clear about who I am, what I'm willing to, to, you know, stand for and what I'm not willing to, to stand for. Um, and I think that's important, too, as is, is your community is pretty huge. <clears throat> so hopefully you have like again whether you get a coach a business coach some type of coach in that regard who's going to push you in your you know in your new endeavors um but also having uh, a peer group or at least a couple buddies or people that you can bounce ideas off of that's that's huge i didn't have that so much um but part of that was you know my own doing of of just isolating myself out of shame from my own divorce and all that stuff. So I've learned in retrospect of what not to do, but I would say don't do it that way. <laughs> um, and if you just quit your job really nilly with no plan, like I did, um, you know, you could probably get away with it if you're younger and you're single and you can live very inexpensively. Um, but if you do have kids and a uh, spouse or, you know, mortgages and uh, higher um, cost of living, you will probably need to, to work through uh, a bunch of things. So if you're interested at all in kind of working through some of those things, getting that ball started, happy to offer you a free coaching call. Just jump on my website. You can schedule a, a call on my uh, my website, johnnyking.com, and I'm happy to kind of give you the, uh, the very beginning of what I recommend you do. Um, depending on whatever you're talking about, whether it be, like I said, uh, health, nutrition, you want to... Get healthier. You want to start a new business. You want to take your relationship um, or create a new relationship to the next level. I'm all about it. So anyways, my voice is starting to go <laughs> or it was about 16 minutes ago. Appreciate you listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode. All right, cheers. That's it for this one and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your posts so I can say, hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email. At podcast at Johnny Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.